A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Space, the final frontier. Our mission to discover new Fredo Treasure Space Series with Cadbury white buttons and a surprise space toy in every chest. I found one! Treasure every adventure. New Cadbury Fredo Treasure Space Series with only 77 calories per pack. Pick one up in store. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour, the show that just like the Second Take Variety Hour probably won't last for the entire hour. And I'm Sebastian. That is brilliant. I think that's the best one yet. <laughs> Good, because I'm very tired. It's just what flew into my brain. <laughs> I'm Andy Schossler. Zane just touched me and I'm Alex. <laughs> what? No. How? Well, see, I was complaining about a headache and I have this one spot in my back. Apparently is a giant knot, and uh, yeah, he rubbed it out a is little a bit. P- <laughs> so Zane rubbed one out on your back. Interesting. Okay, let's yeah. not let's not further this. Let's leave that little magical moment the way that it is in, in history. Yeah. Let's leave it as a good touch, guys. I've got a plot summary. Ooh, good. Can you guess the movie and the actor from the movie? Do do do. Let's do it. Anthony Stowe is a down and out detective addicted to heroin whose days always seem to go from bad to worse. Stowe is coming off a drug deal in which two officers were killed and the primary villain, the drugs, the money, and the surveillance tapes are still at large. He is also dealing with his wife, who has has informed him that she is pregnant, but the child is not his. There's a lot of unnecessary punctuation mm-hmm. in this one. After a gunfight in which Stowe comes very close to death, after being, comma, capital A, after being severely <laughs> wounded, close to death. Wait, they just repeated the line. There we go. And losing all will to live, comma, capital H, his body gives up and falls into a coma. Mm. After an inner battle with himself, he gains again the spirit to live again. Oh my God, I didn't read that wrong. I'm going to read that back. <laughs> After an inner battle with himself, comma, capital H-E, he gains again the spirit to live again. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. Oh my God. While on the road to recovery, Stowe finds- There's more. <laughs> There's a couple of sentences. <laughs> It's like a run-on sentence. (laughs) Stowe finds himself in a very personal battle to make amends with his kidnapped wife. When did that happen? And to take revenge on his 
on his assailant once and for all. I'm going to say this is a Nick Nolte film and it's titled Crack House. It feels like a a bit of an acid trip, doesn't it? But first I must fight myself. (laughs) Sorry, Alex, what was your your guess? Uh, (laughs) So fucking stupid. It feels like it's meant to be like one of those ones that is in it on itself too serious, so it's making fun of itself, but like in a serious way. But it doesn't achieve it. Okay, yeah. Andrew, I'll rescind your guess only because I'm going to give you guys a bit of context around this film, see if this helps. How old do you think this film is, for one? I'm just curious how from what the plot I gave you when you would gauge this film would have come out. Like, I'm thinking the 80s. That's why I thought of Nick Nolte. I'm thinking 90s, yeah. 2007. Whoa. Wow. So. Is it foreign? Um... I mean, all films are foreign. Is it? Is it not Hollywood? Not America? You know, honestly, I can't. I can't answer that in good faith. It's in English. I'll say it's in English. Okay. But country of origin, United Kingdom. Okay. Sean Connery. <laughs> it just okay. Maybe I haven't helped. It has four countries of origin listed like under countries of origin: <laughs> United Kingdom, Bulgaria, Germany, and the United States. Did Ricky Gervais run out of things to do in the (laughs) mid-2000s? He did not. (laughs) The film stars Jean-Claude Van Damme. No way. Another Jean-Claude? And is titled Until Death. (sighs) Again. You know, the best thing I've seen... (laughs) Again. The best thing I've seen uh, Jean-Claude in is uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson. You think you were telling me about... What was it again? Yeah. He plays himself, right? And his movie career has been a cover for him being a spy, right? He, t- he takes on these oh, no. shitty, shitty roles in shitty films wherever he, he needs to do some spying, and that's where he goes to shoot the film, and he genuinely shoots the film, but that whole life is a, is, is a cover for him being this spy. It's actually really clever. There are only six episodes. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's fantastic So is this, by watch. the way. That movie's on Amazon Prime. Right. Um, <laughs> I can do you one better. I'm currently reading a book called Big Apple Takedown. Okay. Um, it's set in 2007 or six, and Vince McMahon, chairman and op- operator of the WWE, has been recruited by Homeland Security. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, to use his wrestlers as spies okay. to take down a giant meth ring. Terrific. So it stars Triple H, Batista, John Cena, and a couple of <laughs> other wrestlers, and they're wrestlers, but for some reason people don't recognize them even though, like, it's John Cena. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yep. Well, he's invisible anyway. He can sleep yeah, exactly. anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Watch out, watch out. So it's kind of like what you're talking about, but, like, a whole cast of them. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right. She won't be long uh, before they turn that into a TV series. I want them to. It yeah. is so bad. Like it's incredible <laughs> levels of bad. Like you're reading through it, and all of like, of course, all like the copyrighted stuff is like capitalized. So every time it mentions that they're a superstar because they're they're not wrestlers, they're WWE superstars. Right. All capital. It's horrendously marked done. <laughs> anyway, um, who it has sounds to, terrific. It, it's it's B movie bad, but it's a no, yeah. it's a it's a, a novel, yeah. so it's yeah. Well, Van Johnson is not even B movie bad. Like it, it, excuse me, does play up on its on itself. It does make fun of itself, mm. and uh, Jean Claude too makes fun of himself quite a bit. But it's done very cleverly. It's all very highbrow. It's, okay. it's terrific. I highly recommend it. Good. But what else do you guys recommend? If you're into gaming, no. If you oh, like, I hate it. Yeah. 
having games where you need to think a little bit and you know have a bit of a dynamic puzzle to solve, I highly recommend a little game called Prison Architect. Ooh, you, it's the the graphics are very basic, right? It's not not quite a cartoony thing, uh, but you can take it you can take it seriously. It's not it's yeah. not like a kids game or anything. You genuinely do construct a, a prison and have it run. You have to feed prisoners. They need to relieve themselves. They need exercise. They need stuff to do. You've got money to worry about. You've got disgruntled guards uh, if they if they don't get enough rest or they don't get enough meals. And it's and it's a very fun game to play. It's mm. it, it's also one of these games that are very easily moddable. So you yeah. can get mm. onto the Steam Workshop and find mods for everything from decorations to actual game dynamics. It's fantastic. Yeah. If you yeah. like that, if you, if you like that. Um, uh, kind of game where you can you can set your own difficulty level in terms yeah. of how many things you want to worry mm. about, how many how many different yeah. scenarios you want to set for yourself. This is a fantastic game to do so, it. Sort of along the same lines as I don't know if anyone knows these games, but um, another brick in the mall. And, no, what's that one? Um, so very very similar concept, except um, you're literally running like a, a building mall. shopping mall. Yep. Yeah. Um. So you've got. Um, you start off with only one road entry, and like as you go on and like create your mall, so pretty much you start off with like basically a supermarket. So you've got to build the foundation, you've got to put in the checkouts, you've got to put in the groceries, um, you've got to put in a little loading dock area so that you can get deliveries, and then you've got to hire workers. You've got to it's it's a management game. Yep, to a team. Yep, that's that's exactly this. Um. Uh, and then there's another game called Airport CEO. Oh yes, which is I've seen I've seen that one running an airport, and it's the exact same style of game, same graphics. Might even be the same developer. I don't even know. But okay, very similar to um, Prison Architect, another brick in the mall. Um, I watch. Uh, I've been watching a YouTuber who does all these sort of management style games, and the only reason I started watching him was uh, he. He plays a game, City Skylines. I think I've talked about yep. it. I don't know. But um, then, like, I was just scrolling through. It's the through best his... successor to SimCity that I've ever seen. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah it's amazing and so moddable and yeah. everything. It, fantastic game. Um, but, yeah, I was just scrolling through, like, some of his older videos and all this uh, prison architect and airport <laughs> CEO and another brick in the mall came up. And so I like uh, there's hours of content of this guy who's Irish, who kind of sounds Canadian. But it's definitely Irish. Yeah. Um, yeah, it very awkward accent to decipher. <laughs> For the longest time, I did not know where he came from. But um, now it's 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 fantastic, yeah. and it, and it's so easy to play if you like yeah. management games. I mean, I've got nearly five hundred hours clocked up on Steam on this. The only game that I think is better in the same sort of uh, style is RimWorld. I don't know uh, if you've yes. if you've played that. You've been it's, recommending it to me for a while, but I haven't got yeah. onto it yet. It was only like fully released as a, as, as a full version a couple of months ago, but it's been in development mm. for years and years and years. And yeah. I and I got it a couple of years ago when it was still in early access and in one of its beta phases. Yeah, but it it too it looks very simple, but the actual game itself you can make it as complicated as you like. Um, not just in the way you design your base and how you fight off enemies and such. Um, but also in how in how you mod it, okay? You know, yeah. Because you can 
add on psychological layers, you can add on different machines and, you know, different foods to worry about or, or other or other yeah. problems. Other yeah. other decorations, other materials that you have to go off and mine yeah. or process or whatever. It's it can be as difficult or as simple as, as you want it to be. I I love that about about these you know, the games that, that allow that. Yeah. That's that's what they've gotten right. Yes. A good definitely. story is one thing, but a good game that you can just craft yourself is is terrific. Yeah. So I was going to talk about a board game. Yeah. Are we, are we, what are you talking about? Are you talking about the game as well by chance, Alex? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, I was worried for a second. I was like, oh God, are we just like, welcome to the second tech gaming podcast, the <laughs> yeah. games, 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 games. Um, it's a bit of an old one now, but it was Betrayal of uh, House on Hill. Oh, you guys, this is you've played it with me, I think. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of it. Every this. single time. Oh, I was going to get there. Okay. Oh, right. going to get sorry, there. Sorry. Um, so, okay, you start off in like the base level of the house. So the way the game works is there's a card for every room. The cards are all stacked upside down, so you don't know what which card you're going to pull out next. Okay. But you're on the ground floor, there's a basement, and there's an upstairs. So you move your character pieces square by square. Their speed determines how many squares they can pretty much move. Right. So you move into the next room, so you pick the card that has the, the right floor, that one that's next, place it down, and you appear in that room. So you kind of construct a house as you go. Okay. Um, certain things will trigger while you're going through. Um, and they're called like the haunts or these omens that come through. Um, the more of these that happen, the harder it is to avoid it when it does happen. Because it happens and it's like you have to roll like above a, above like a three the first time it happens. Okay. So it's an easy roll. But then the next one you get, because there's one on top of the other one, now it's going to roll above a four, above a five. Right. Until eventually you cannot win and you can't roll any higher. So what happens is you roll and then – you get you have a booklet that you all go into and you find out what room you you triggered the event in and who triggered the event um that that last event and it will be like if this character triggered it in this room the person to the left or the person to the right or across the table <laughs> okay. they have betrayed you so okay. what happens is that person gets their own book and they break off from the rest of the group and then they have to read what their secret win condition of this game has now become and then everyone else reads their own, like their survivor's handbooks together and they have to work out what their win condition for the game is. And Surely effect, you would just never trust the person we don't know who. who did the betraying. No, because like I could trick. Oh, yeah. So oh, you, you, yeah. you know who betrayed you from that point. Yeah, so that, yeah I mean, you, 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 yeah. you would just never trust them again. This doesn't matter about trust because okay. now you've, asked, you've delved down into a B-movie horror film. Okay. So And you're yes. in the house. And the whole premise is that that person that betrayed you has, oh, now I can reveal to you my secret plan as to why I brought you here all along. Right. And there's like 150 or 120 different haunts that can occur when mm. you've triggered it. Okay. And they range from like your betrayer's a werewolf and they've got their pack of werewolf family that's there to kill you all. So now it's like a D&D game. Like they control the werewolves and themselves and they've got to hunt okay. down and kill yeah. the players. Or they're summoning an Eldritch Horror. So the tentacles are now bursting through in all the rooms, <laughs> through all the windows. And the people have to like get out of the house or do this or do that. And it's yeah. just all schlocky. It great. Yeah, it's really fun. It is a fantastic game. Okay. It's very good. The thing Alex was alluding to, whoever is, I've played this, I own this game. I've played it like eight, nine, ten times. Doesn't matter who triggers the haunt. I always end up being the betrayer. Right. And it's, it is random because it goes off who's who's done at what room they're in. Did they yeah. have this item on them? Yes or no? Like, it's like does, a, it, does it matter where you're sitting around the table as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I'm always in different spots. Because okay. sometimes it'll be like 
So if this person did it in this room and they had the item, it's the person to your left. Right. But if it if they didn't have the item, then it's the person across the table. But like no matter what circumstances, it's every time said. that I've played yeah. it, which is like maybe three or four times, it's always been Seb. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, it has always been Seb yep. whenever he's played it. Right. So. I will say I do have a 100% win rate in this game. The game uh-huh. is stacked heavily towards the, the bad guy. Yeah. So so what's one of the win conditions? It's so for, one for, of mine was, one of the ones I had was I had created voodoo dolls okay. of every one of the um, people in the house. Their win condition was to either kill me or find and destroy their voodoo doll so I couldn't use it against right. them. Mine was just to get to their voodoo doll to kill them before they did. Okay. But sometimes it's um, a demon needs to, you know, summoning a demon and it's hellhounds need to take out two or three people. So not even everyone has to die. Right. I just have to kill a certain percentage of the group. Sometimes it's just I if I can keep them in the house for 20 turns and they can't yeah. escape, and that's, then and that's, that's my win. win. Okay. It, it varies a little yeah. bit, but it's obviously restricted because it is a board game. Um, uh, I, One of the YouTube groups that I watched achievement hunter oh, they yeah. did a um an actual like a playthrough of the game and the haunt was um the guy was controlling a a group of zombies or mummies or whatever that and they were like scattered over the house and their win condition like it, the way he could win was he had to take out every one of them but the way they could win they all they had to do was kill the like the mummies they didn't even okay. have to worry about him so it, like it varies yep. so much, like okay. But like the thing is, they don't know what I'm trying to do, and they don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do. Yeah. So they keep the goals yeah, of, of course, each team yeah. separate. Yeah. And yeah, it's just it's it works so well. Yeah, it's just quite a fun game, and it's yeah. it's kind of like it kind of when, when that part happens, it turns into an instant dungeon crawl almost in D and D because yeah. you've just you got your character, you know what your movement is. Your movement is how you like if it's like six speed, that means you can go through six rooms, right? And oh, you, you get and line like, of sight for like guns you've, and stuff and you can fight back and you've got your little character thing and um you've got what what is it like mental yeah they've got like two mental stats and two physical stats yep yeah. and one affects the other one so like they speed strength sanity and it was like three I think there were maybe I it is there were the three I, or maybe I thought it was four but maybe not I don't know but there's there's the mental stats and physical yeah. stats and yeah. if any of them are reduced to zero you're out. Okay. So if I bring your sanity to zero, you've just gone crazy to the point that you're now non-functional or you die of fright or something. Okay. Fear. Yeah. Is it fear? Maybe not. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Intelligence. Yeah, can. That makes sense. Yeah. Should I say it again into microphone? Yes. I probably should. <laughs> Intelligence, sanity, strength, and speed. So we were close. Yeah. There we but go. yeah, it's just a fun game that I always win. I will say I have been <laughs> yeah. I have been a good guy once and we did win that round. So right. I'm the factor here. It's me. We've scientifically right. proven that I I'm see. a good person oh. to play. Um, yeah, very but, good game. I would recommend. And they've done like a D and D version of the actual game called Betrayal at Boulder's Gate, and it's literally the uh. same gameplay, but they've subbed out all these Eldritch monsters for D and D monsters. Okay. And I think I think there's a couple of extra like little rules chucked in for funsies, but it's literally like you place a square to move there to find out where your house where your house is and all that. But it's all still D and D themed. Mm, so cool. yeah, fun times. Nice. Um, what I wanted to talk about was a show that my wife and I discovered on Netflix called Atypical. Yes. Yeah. Um, wait, 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 I can do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what do you... I think I watched the first two or three episodes of it. Okay, yeah, I can see why like some people would get turned oh, off. What is it? What is it? it? 
So it's a it follows a family where the main character ha- is on the spectrum with autism, um, and he's high functioning. So he, like he can he can function outside. He can do things. He goes to school. Mm. Um, he's got a job. Um, I don't know why I enjoy it so much, <laughs> but maybe it's just like the awkward situations that happen, or maybe um, oh, and the mother is from the Hateful Eight. That that lady. The one that you just want to punch in the face. Oh, that does get punched the gang in the face. leader. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, her name. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's the the mother, and she does some some very nice stuff, but some something very awful as well. Um, and it just like uh, me and my wife were just hating on this <laughs> on this character, where like and like the sister is really nice and is going through her own stuff, but it always gets overshadowed because her yeah. older brother has autism, and obviously his needs are. Not priority. Well, they are prioritized yeah. in a way, but like it's just it's this sitcom drama that has just encapsulated. We always, when we find a show, we will sit down and we will binge watch every episode, and then we will just like the next time we go to have dinner, we'll be like, "What do you want to watch?" Start eating dinner. Scroll through. Nah, I don't want to watch that. Nah, I don't want to watch that. Nah, I don't want to watch that. And then we finish dinner and we're like. Oh, well, <laughs> so like we found this the first night we watched two episodes Yes, and they were like, no, <laughs> we're going to watch one episode a night. And okay. so like we we're sitting down to dinner, we'll chuck on Atypical and it maybe it's got a soft spot for us because it's like something that we can watch while we're eating a meal <laughs> or something. I don't know, but like it... Uh, just uh, we're thoroughly enjoying it, and I would recommend it to anyone who likes okay. things. I think I was put off by it just because it was so awkward. Yeah, it is. It can be very awkward, uh, and yeah, possibly a little bit too intense for me. Anyway, to, fair enough to enjoy. But if you if it's coming with yeah. a recommendation, maybe I should give it another shot and just I mean, the, ease the, it in just one yeah. episode a day. Yeah, I I wouldn't. I I can almost guarantee you that if I did sit down and try to watch the entire season in a day, I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much. <laughs> okay. But because I like keep coming back to it and it's like fresh almost every time, it's it's good. Mm, all yeah. right. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So atypical. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Um what's the the dad's name? Like Mr. Not, Netflix. No, no. Well, sorry. <laughs> Mr. Netflix is his father. <laughs> you can call me Johnny he, Netflix. <laughs> he's he's a really good actor. Um, What's he in? That's it. What is he in? Okay, I'm, I'm going to assume it's Zac Efron. It's not. Because he's, no. he's, he's in his late 40s now, isn't he? Early 30s, I thought. I have no idea. It's not Zac Efron. Well, I know the, no. no, I know the, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. I'm just trying to find a picture of him. He's a really friendly face. Okay, let me guess friendly face. It's Paul Giamatti. No, wrong one. <laughs> wrong one. I Stanley meant, Tucci. I, meant, I, meant, I legitimately <laughs> meant Stanley Tucci because Paul Giamatti does not have a friendly face. <laughs> yeah, he's got one of them friendly, friendly face, you know, the Steve Pachimi face. <laughs> Actually, speaking of, um, speaking of Paul Giamatti, are either of you, have you caught billions at all? No. It's up mm. to its third season. The fourth one is about to drop. I think you've talked about it on the show, haven't you? Uh, possibly it's a very it's a very intense show like it's billions billions yeah billions it's, it's got billions. Damien, Damien Lewis in it um he plays Bobby Axelrod who is a bit of a bit of a dirty um uh, stockbroker right, right. Run, run, runs his own hedge fund and he's always doing 
shady things to to keep the edge. Right. <clears throat> and he's a very intense character. Paul Giamatti plays um, a, a U.S. attorney okay. who is kind of after him um, yeah. in a sense, but he's also trying to prop up his own career into uh, into the the presidency eventually. But he's you know taking yeah. steps to to go there. Um, I I find that I can only watch about an episode or two of those because they're, they're it's very intense, very heavy on the on the brain in terms of not just the story density, but just how right. involved everything is and how complicated and sophisticated the stories are. Oh. Lots of different layers. It's very it's very clever. It's mm. very entertaining to watch, but it's just heavy. I need a I need a break after every episode. Okay, um, but I recommend that one too. Okay. That's that's guys, that's sneaky four reviews in one episode. <laughs> well, if you want to catch up with us at other places, where would you go, Alex? What what, what would you say as a as a as a medium to be social on? Uh well we've got a website. No, uh, no, that's www.secondtakepodcast.com. <laughs> or you can check us out on Facebook if you search Second Take Podcast Media Review or something like that. It'll come up. It's a little yellow background with three people on it and it's a second take it's the thing that's on the on this image of the podcast you're listening to right yeah, now it's yeah it's us <laughs> you could do that if you know exactly what you want to type because i'm about to tell you you can follow us on instagram <laughs> i have to update the logo on instagram too i just realized i'm so bad at this you can follow us on instagram at second take podcast or you can tweet us at second take tnc um we also have an email address <laughs> second take podcast at gmail.com and the male actor, yeah. his name is Michael Rappaport. Oh, that's, yes. That's a fake this guy, name. This guy right there. Yes. Michael Rappaport, him. who plays Doug Gardner. And there you and go. Good uh, a sneaky four reviews. Have a good night. The Disney vs. Disney Debates podcast is all about finding the answer to one simple question. What is the best Disney movie of all time? Maybe the question isn't that simple. So join us every Saturday as hosts from all across That's Not Canon fight for their movies in one-on-one debates moderated by me, Zane C. Weber. In order to decide once and for all which of Disney's beloved classics or recent hits will take the crown. Save it for the show. Available now on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you find podcasts. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. At Irish Life Health, we reward you for embracing a healthier lifestyle. With our benefit plan, you can get up to €250 back on things like fitness wearables, gym membership, or sports club membership, like your local GAA club. Search Irish Life Health. We know Irish Life. We are Irish Life Health. Irish Life Health Act is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Terms and conditions apply. Call us to see exactly what's covered. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.